Tangent colon. Tangent colon. Tangent colon. Hi, welcome to Tangent Calling, the podcast where we go off on fortnightly tangents, talking about everything from Bristol music to street art to interviews with local authors and historians to much, much more. My name is Sol, and as promised, here is the nicely bite-sized part two to our conversation with the lovely people over at the I'm Scum and Idols Cast podcast. So without further ado, let's get straight back into it. <laughs> let's uh, let's close this out with a little bit more Idols banter. So we, I am wondering if you guys could pick a top three Idols tracks that resonate the strongest with you or just mean a lot or you, or you just think they're like or it track. could be the track which makes you cry you may you mentioned that uh is there yeah, an but, idol's track which makes you cry the tearjerker what makes you cry the most Haley? which one makes me cry the most um oh geez uh i actually will say benzo cane you said that yeah benzocaine oh. is probably one of my favorite tracks by them overall uh and it has made me cry countless times also i, I want to um, do karaoke to it really bad. why do you feel such a connection to benzocaine so there's um there's there's a very uh funny track record i have with uh music that resonates with me and it seems to all have like a similar theme but there's um it reminds me a lot of Modest Mouse, like that song specifically with how it's like very um, wanting and wishing for that numbness and like wishing that it could do its job properly is what I always took from it is like, why are you not doing what you're supposed to do? Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was supposed to keep you numb, keep you numb is the line that would always get me to choke up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that reminds me of like, when I was in high school listening to Modest Mouse, some of their tracks are very much like that. Like they have um, Dramamine, which kind of flows in that same way of like wishing that the effects are there. Or there's also a line from one of their songs where it's I'm trying to drink away the part of the day that I cannot sleep away. Um, and so it it's similarly, I have something probably in the back of my brain I really need to address, but those songs really uh, hit home for me and get me the most like the most hit because it's it's that like empathy of hearing somebody in that much pain, I think, like and wanting to numb it, I think really gets me to cry pretty hard and I get it. I think the reason I said I'm glad that you you said Benzocaine is you asked me about Benzocaine in the last podcast. So I never really answered your question. Um, which because I started talking about something else and 
because I think you said you were interested in, in, in our dis mine and Sol's discussion about Benzakema. I took it to be about cheating and deceit, and you know, and uh, um, uh, which I, I mean, I, I think the numbness thing is, you know, you just very eloquently uh, described that. But I kind of looked at it as being deception as well. The idea that you're cutting something with something which isn't, you know, isn't the real deal. And uh, um, it's a great song, isn't it? Mm. It really is. Yeah. Well, I think you're completely right, Haley, in that interpretation of seeing it as this kind of expression of frustration. Like, why is this thing not doing what I want it to be doing? Is, again, one of those kind of universal truths, as, as Russ was talking about, which can be a metaphor for, for so many things, you know, uh, disappointment and frustration with almost anything. So, yeah, yeah so I can Russ, definitely see. Which, which, which track makes you sob and break down in... Uh, uh, Danka. gets me every time um the i think that song communicates everything that idols is about in such a concise and simplified way um and like the way that it just like ultramano just kind of ends on this note of quoting daniel johnston and then the lyrics at the end like that really hit me hard are the I'll be your hammer. I'll be your nail. I'll be the house that allows you to fail. Mm -hmm. Like meaning like there is like the narrator is providing this safe space for someone to fail. And like that, that is okay. Like you are okay. very much allowed to do that. Um, yeah. It's just, it's a very empowering and, and cathartic uh, track. And then also like the chanting in the background of the, Hey, ha ha. Hey, um it's it's just such a powerful track yeah. yeah those are such strong lyrics on that on that track it almost reminds me of john cooper clark's poetry or something those lyrics the way that they take those kind of mundane images and imbue them with so much kind of meaning yeah and then like the fact that it ends the album on that theme that Ultramano has been preaching the entire time of I am I and like the being in this safe space that allows you to fail to understand who you are. And then the album on this ending on this triumphant screaming of I am I like being reborn into the person that you were always intended to be. It's just, it's good writing and it's emotional terrorism of the highest caliber. Why am I talking? Like Christian Slater in the movie Heathers. Which is a Jack Nicholson impression. <laughs> so, so on the other, uh, the, the flip side then is um, which tracks do you find the most uplifting or the most joyful? Hmm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, or the most, or, or make, make, makes you smile. Which Rowdy, is, yeah. yeah. The one that you switch off to and just have a, have a good time. 
I dream guillotine. <laughs> uh, no, in all seriousness, like e- honestly, either that or grounds uh, for me. You will not catch me staring at the sun. Not sucking on a dumb dumb, not turning round to run. No hallelujahs and no kingdom comes. So you will not catch me staring at the sun. Do you hear that phone door? That's the sound of strength in numbers. Fee, fee, fi, fi, fo, fo, fum. I smell the blood of a million suns. Uh, they're very like kind of rallying cries for energy. I yeah. think it's like get you up and get you moving and get you kind of revved up. I wouldn't call it necessarily happy or laughing, but it would be definitely more like I have this like impossible urge and power. I have the power to move forward and do the things like I feel like that out of either of those two songs. Those are excellent choices. <laughs> Those are both excellent. Uh, I think my two that I, I'm going to pick two. Oh. Uh, uh, I'm scum. I'm council house of violent. I'm laughing at the tyrants. I'm sleeping on the sirens. Whilst wondering where the time went. I'm scum. I'm scum. Just because, like, I, I'm, I'm cursed with visions of hearing that song played live again by the end of this year, and it's just I'm gonna go ape shit. Um, that song is such a party live. Um, and then uh, my favorite idol song uh, is Queens. Covered in blood, he was there for the taking. Dancing on the city walls, we were breaking. That song, the bass and the guitar, like the the riff of Queens is so undeniable and it goes so hard. And the fact that it starts with Joe just screaming out the lyrics covered in blood. He was out for the taking dancing on the city walls. We were breaking like it's yes. I get this shit out of town, Joe. That's that lyricism is great. Are you in town? Leave. Go. You're on the outskirts. Oh, you see the sign that says welcome to town. Turn around. Get the fuck out of here. It's too good. Right. Those are great choices. They'll there make for some nice musical additions. And finally, unless you've got anything else to say, Richard, I think we should end it on a ranking. How would you rank Idols's free studio albums? Oh, so that's so difficult. Oh, do you want to go first or 
who's going first? Obviously, from great to greatest, you know, there's no, yeah, there's no yeah. worst of us. <laughs> you can't say you like them all as much as each other. That's cheating. Of course, be, has to be a great, a greatest, a greater, greater, and a greatest. All right, you can go first. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I need uh, to contemplate. Uh, I would put, um, I would put brutalism at number three. Um, I think, I mean, brutalism is, again, it, can't, it cannot be stated more that like all three of these albums, in my opinion, are perfect albums. And it, yes. it's yes. it's like picking Dark Side, Wish You Were Here or Animals. Like they're mm-hmm. all great. They're all great. Yeah. Um, yeah brutalism three. Oh, this is where it gets tough. Um, I'm going to put. I'm going to put joy at number two. Um, I think joy is, is an incredible album, but I think there are songs on there that like, I'm not too crazy about, but I still love them. Mm. Uh, and then Ultramana has got to be number one, because I think it's the most idols idols album. If that makes any sense, where it's yeah, just like yeah. everything that is idols, like turned up to Tchaikovsky, like, esque levels of just massive um so yeah and also i love the themes on that album those are my top three (laughs) all right uh i'd probably do a bit of a reversal actually i think uh for three i'd put joy not for any reason of it being poorly just for reasons of i actually think brutalism has like a raw edge i really appreciate and has like um It has a lot of components that I think really speak to idols. Um, And I like kind of raw punk. So it kind of gives me that feel from that start. And then uh, top is Ultramano for the same reason of like, I think it's the most idols, idols album. Um, And it kind of culminates in what like joy and brutalism combined could be Mm. a bit. Mm. I guess um, I I think those are great rankings and uh... I think um, we, I mean, we did it on your podcast and I think I would, because this is the thing with these rankings, they're all perfect albums and, and they change, your ranking will change based on your kind of mood a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, but mine, I've still been vibing with brutalism the most recently, I think, as of late. Um, but I was wondering, obviously idols are going to do what they're going to do, but have you got any expectations or something you'd, you'd like to hear in, in, the, in, the, in their next album? Well, that's a good question, because I wonder where they're going to go next. Yeah. That's a good question. I just want them to keep being idols. Like, however it changes or doesn't change or whatever, I just want them to keep being idols. I think that's my only expectation and hope. Yeah, I think uh, I think wherever they go next, it, it I don't think they could go anywhere after ultra like they can't do the ultramano thing again they can't do the joy thing again they can't do brutalism again like that if that feels like its own self-contained trilogy almost so i i just like like Haley said i just want them to keep you know selling what they're selling i'm gonna keep buying it um because at the end of the day the whatever form the music takes the message is so universal and, um, 
you know, I, I trust, I trust in idols. I believe in idols and I think that they will give us an amazing fourth album whenever it comes out. I think I'm really excited for it. I saw an interview with Joe. It might have been your interview with him, but he was saying that they'd started work on the fourth album and he said, it sounds nothing like Ultra Mono. And uh, he said that the, um, <clears throat> the very kind of uh, sort of direct lyricism of Ultra Mono he's gone in the kind of opposite direction of that and gone to a sort of, he didn't say exactly, but from what I assume with that is he's going to go slightly more in a brutalism direction where there were more metaphors. There was more sort of symbolism in the lyrics, you know, more kind of equivocal lyrics that you can, uh, the, the meanings are maybe not quite as clear upon a first listen or a first reading. So I- I'm very excited to hear that. I would I would also add like in a perfect world the next idols album for me would just be uh like 12 Billy Joel covers. <laughs> that that would be the the best idols album idols could ever put out. I think on yeah. that note. <laughs> <laughs> bottle of red, a bottle of white. <laughs> I just want them to cover somewhere out there. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. From uh, from an American tale. Yeah. <laughs> and there you have it. Thanks again to Haley and Ross for coming on to our little podcast. And make sure you go over and check I'm Scum and Idols cast out if you're not familiar with it. It's a really, really great podcast. And they're currently carrying out their new season at the moment. And it's really, really funny, really, really insightful and amazing. And please, if you enjoyed listening to this, please leave us a rating and possibly even subscribe if you if you really liked it. And I'm quite curious as well to any Idols fans who are listening, what would you like to hear from the next Idols album? If you have any thoughts, uh, please get in touch through our Twitter at Tangent Books or email us directly soul at tangentbooks.co.uk. So thanks for listening and we'll see you in a fortnight's time.